to school season, mamas, it's also the cold season, quote unquote. Has your child gotten sick yet? You know, both my children have. My two-year-old, Callum, and my eight-year-old, Kael, both of them have already gotten sick. And it's not just them. I've also noticed that their classmates, most of their classmates, if not all of their classmates, have also gotten sick at one point. And if you ask me if I'm worried, of course, yes. Because as a mom, it's always worrisome to see our children sick. But not as much. Because somehow this is expected, given that they're back in school, they're back in face-to-face classes, and it's also already the colder months. Now, given that this is expected, and given that it is inevitable, how do we now help our kids fight off the viruses, right? How do we help boost their immune system? That is what we're going to talk about inside this episode, Mama, so see you inside. Hey mama, welcome to the Mommypedia podcast. Are you a first-time mom who's wondering if you're doing it right? Are you struggling to know how to properly take care of your little one? Do you wish you had a pediatrician friend in your pocket so you can get answers anytime and stop second-guessing every decision you make? I'm Dr. Chad. I'm a pediatrician with two little boys myself and after practicing for two years, I ended up being a stay-at-home mom because my firstborn had a medical condition. Yes, I'm a pediatrician, but I too struggle with first-time mom problems like breastfeeding, my son being in the hospital, and I was battling postpartum blues and self-worth issues. In this podcast, I will be here as your new BFF Pia Doc is going to be giving you weekly advice on all your first-time mom problems. From that really bad diaper rash to baby isn't sleeping through the night and all the way to feeling lost and overwhelmed yourself, we have got solutions for you. I can't wait to walk this motherhood journey beside as your new dog bestie that you can have in your pocket and there's no need for a waiting room, mama. Just pop your earbuds in and let's talk. Oh yes, we love, I mean, I personally love that our children are already interacting with their classmates, with their peers. They're already exploring new environments in toddler school, in preschool, in elementary, especially with the toddlers because they're the ones who were born at the start of the pandemic. So they're the ones who never really got out that much, never really got to explore that much. So yes, I do love that our children are already having their face-to-face classes. However, it also means one thing. It means that it will increase their chances for them to get sick. And this was one of the reasons why I was so worried and very, very apprehensive for them to go back to -to face-to-face classes. And I was praying for it for before the classes started. For weeks, I've been praying for for God to take off my worry and my apprehension and my anxiety because I was really anxious. Because it's expected that once they're back in face-to-face classes, you know they're going to get sick at some point. But as you know, my prayers made me realize that the face-to-face classes, you know, the bringing back of the students together, it has to be done at some point because. Well, otherwise, the world will never be open again, right? Now, you might think, like, why is there an increased risk for spread? The first reason is 
when they're back in school, when they're back in face-to-face classes, the children are indoors. And they spend time, more time, in enclosed spaces, close to each other. And this will allow viruses to pass more easily from one child to another. The second reason why there is an increased risk for spread is that, you know, noting also the weather these days, October going to December, colds, flus, and other respiratory illnesses, they are more common during colder months, such as October going to December. The reason for this is because the viruses tend to live longer in colder temperatures and in lower humidity. So when this happens, if the virus is stays longer in the air because of the low humidity, because of the colder temperatures, the child who is sufficiently close to the child harboring the virus and when that child talks, for example, or coughs out, or, yeah, just, well, talking, the virus, uh, the child then, who's sufficiently close to that child who has the virus, can breathe the virus in. So that's why, that's one of the reasons. The third reason is the cold, dry air can also actually weaken the resistance. But you might also ask, why do children particularly, especially in the younger age groups, the toddlers, the younger elementary kids, they get easily sick? Why are kids? (laughs) Like I've said, it's so worrisome to see our children being sick, especially the little ones. The reason why children, especially the younger or the smaller ones, get easily sick is that Aside from the viruses starting to circulate in closed spaces, and aside from being that it's already the colder months, the reason why children in the younger age group or the smaller ones get easily sick is number one, a lot of these children are too young to take precautions such as wearing masks, hand washing, though they hardly take it very seriously. The second reason is their immune system is a lot more immature than ours. So if there's a new strain of the virus, their immune system has to work hard to fight it. Now, knowing all of that, how do we now make their immune system stronger to fight these viruses? Because my new mamas, they are exposed to new viruses all the time no matter how much we sanitize them, no no matter how much we keep them inside a bubble of always, you know, no matter how much they always wash hands or wear masks, it's inevitable because they're always exposed. They're exposed to new viruses all the time. And I also like to believe that them getting exposed to these viruses will actually help strengthen their immune system. Because when they're able to fight off a particular virus, their bodies develop certain antibodies to that particular virus. So that the next time they are exposed to that to that virus, they have already now the antibodies to fight off that particular virus. <laughs> However, and I have to emphasize this, that this does not apply to all kinds of viruses. What I'm talking about here is the more communicable ones that flourish during the colder months. Those which cause the respiratory illnesses or the colds or the common colds, the runny noses, you know, all of that. And then now going back, how do we now boost our child's immune system? Okay, I have five tips for you and the first one is to 
lessen the sugar. The studies have actually shown that sugar in the diet, even in our diet, it actually weakens the immune system. Sugars tend to increase the production of inflammatory proteins, which actually negatively affects the immune system. Okay, I'm not saying to lay off all the sugars in your kid's diet because I know how hard that is, being that they're kids. They love sweets, but rather opt for better and healthier sweet options. So like this, you may use natural sugars like coconut sugars, fruit sugars, or you can use or give them fruits for that sweet taste. And if they are fond of juices, you can also use freshly made juices from real fruits or smoothies. Smoothies are an effective way to give sweets to our kiddos because in it, we can add actually a lot of things, a lot, a lot of vegetables and a lot of fruits in there and well, they won't be able to notice it. Just as long as you add fruits that are sweet to make it also palatable to them. The second tip they have for you is to increase the nutritional value in their diet. And if you can breastfeed, do it please. <laughs> now aside from lessening the sugar, it also is so much beneficial for you to increase the nutritional value in their diet and if your child is still in breastfeeding or you can still breastfeed your child and do give them that they are powerful immune boosters my two-year-old is still breastfeeding at the moment my eight-year-old actually he stopped breastfeeding when he was uh, four years old i'm a breastfeeding advocate and that's why i really am a believer that breast milk, breastfeeding can really boost their immune system. Again, if that is not possible or your child is already beyond the breastfeeding age group, now it is important to increase the nutritional value in their diet because their bodies are constantly using up the vitamins, minerals, the carbohydrates, the fats, the energy. They all need that for their growth and it's not being given to them that will also compromise the proteins that's needed to build the immune system. Now, if you're going to ask if it's okay to give supplements or vitamins to your kids, I would say yes, especially if your kids are picky eaters or just eat one or two types of food, then definitely that's a yes. And if you're going to ask what kind of vitamins that are the best ones, for me, there are a lot out there, but just Pay attention to the manufacturer, the quality, the contents that's inside the, the vitamins that you're, that you're giving. And I have, yes, I do have one particular brand that I do recommend. And if you want to get that, just check on the link below this episode. I have a link to the vitamins that I highly recommend and that which ones that I have been using for my kids for years now. Okay, now moving on, the third tip that I have for you is to let them prioritize sleep and rest. You know, before back when I haven't established a sleeping routine for my kids, back when I used to bring Kael, my firstborn, everywhere when I have client meetings that lasts until late night, I used to bring him along with me. 
and we didn't have a clear you know, sleeping schedule, that was the time wherein he got frequent asthma attacks. He got sick so many times. And the last straw was for three consecutive months, he was admitted to the hospital because of asthma. And that was the last straw. I told myself that I'm not going out late bringing my child anymore. I'm no longer going to do that. I'm not going to do that anymore. And I'm going to establish a sleeping schedule already. Now he sleeps 8 to 9 p.m. every night. And it has done so much good to his immune system. He has lesser asthma attacks. He does not get sick as much also. And it just proves to me that how important sleep and rest is. And even with us adults, it's also very important. It's very under, you know, it's it's very understated, you know, the sleeping and the resting. But it is very important because during sleep, that is when our body is being repaired for damages. You know, the damages that it suffered, that it has suffered during the day. And without that repair, it will surely weaken the immune system. Okay, now the fourth tip that I have is to let your kids breathe fresh air. Turn off that air conditioner, mama, and open the windows. Yes, it's no secret that a lot of you know, the older generation, <laughs> they would blame the cold air or the winter air or they would even blame the rain, you know, as the cause for the colds or the flu. But it's actually, you know, it's actually a myth because the, it is the viruses that causes the flu and the colds. However, Maybe they associated it with the colder air or the winter air or the rain because the viruses is more common during the colder months. Maybe that's the reason why. But the main cause of your child getting sick is actually the circulated air in closed environments, such as rooms with air conditioner, rooms with closed windows, the kids being inside closed spaces, closed rooms more often. And that's actually the main cause of your child getting sick because all of the bacteria, the dirt, the dander, other germs, they simply get recycled through the air vents over and over and over. So the more time you spend inside, so the more time your children spend inside, the more time they are actually exposed. Which brings me to the fifth tip that I have, which is to let them play outside. Now, in, in fresh outdoor air, children do not have to rebreathe the, the germs from, you know, from the group inside the, inside, the, inside the room. And therefore, therefore, the chances for them spreading the infection or getting the viruses is much reduced. Okay, this allows your child to escape from the inner germs, from the inner bacteria, from the viruses, and also, you know, the suns 
vitamin D is just as important, it's just as beneficial for, for their immune system. Just make sure that they're properly covered up, they're properly bundled up or warmed up if it's colder outside. And also make sure that they're cleaned up after. Alright, mamas, those are my five tips for you. And just to recap, the first one is to lessen the sugar in their diet. The second one is to increase the nutritional value in their diet. The third one is to prioritize their sleep and rest. The fourth one is to let them breathe fresh air. And the fifth one is to let them play outside. So you might you know there's maybe a question in your mind, what if it rains hard? And you want to let them play outside. I would say that it's okay as long as it's not flooding. There might be also a risk that they would also get other bacterial infections. Just make sure that it's not flooding and they're just playing outside. They are cleaned up and dried up after. So, all right. So that's it, mamas. Thank you so much for being here. I hope this helped you. If you do have more questions regarding their immune system or regarding taking care of your child, just do message me. I'm on Instagram at Mommypedia Podcast. Also, you can email me at mompreneurmd.docjet at gmail.com. All of these are right below this episode. Again, I want to invite you, if you're a first-time mom, if you're a new mom, I have a new mom survival coaching and there are still two slots that's free if you want to get that i have more details about it in my instagram i posted it and also i have an episode for it the bonus episode you can listen to that and if you are interested do join me and just email me at mompreneurmd.talkjet at gmail.com to book a call all right thank you so much for being here mama i hope to see you in the next episode So until then, the doctor is out. Love and light to you, Mama. Thank you so much for being here, Mama. I hope this episode gave value to you and has blessed you today. And well, my little boy, Kael, also wants to say something. Hi, I'm Kael. If you liked my mom's episode, please leave a review and subscribe to my mom's podcast. Or if you are already a subscriber, please support this podcast by sharing it to your mom friends. My mom will be super happy. I'm helping her do this so she won't go back to practice and so she can stay with us here at home even more. Yay! That's all! (laughs) Always my funny little boy. But yes, mama, if this gave value to you or has touched you in some way, to share this to your friends so we can bless them too. Or you can share it to your stories in Instagram and please do tag me too. I am in Instagram at Mommypedia Podcast and you can also find me in Facebook also at Mommypedia Podcast. And do join my community in Facebook. It's the Mommypedia Room. There's a link right below. You can just click that and it will lead you right inside the community. Thank you so much again, mamas. Till next time. Until then, the doctor is out. Aww, so good.